What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 53 of the Gino Spirito podcast. I hope you have a, I hope you guys are all having a great Saturday, July 24th, uh, second to last day in Hawaii. It's 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 definitely um, you know getting more real, but I've I've had a great vacation. Um, I've had a great time with my girlfriend. I've had a great time with everybody that I've been able to meet and interact with on these various uh, tours and uh, these various excursions. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better trip. I could not have asked for, uh, you know, just a better, um, you know, week really of relaxation, of rest. Um, And honestly, I'm just super excited to get back home. Uh, and grind a lot of stuff out. I, I've I haven't been feeling this motivated in a while, and it's a good feeling, you know. Especially with school coming back around the corner, and basically a month, and um, you know, with with the podcast doing the way it is, I, I really think that uh, this is the perfect time to be feeling motivated and, and feeling the way I am. So, um, you know, I'm definitely excited to get back, but cannot um, deny how much fun it has been in Hawaii and how much, um, you know, I'm going to miss it here. And, uh, you know, I, I really, um, you know, if you ever have the opportunity uh, to come to Hawaii, to come to Waikiki, I really, really suggest it. Um, you know, it, it's definitely been uh, there's so much fun. Uh, there's so many different people that, that you'll be able to interact with. Everybody is extremely nice and always, uh, you know, it finds a way to uh, help you or, um, you know, kind of uh, try to talk to you in whatever way it may be, uh, which is always nice. It's always, uh, you know, intimidating or uh, it could be a lot when you're when you're coming to a new city or you're coming to a new town, uh, especially on vacation. And you don't really know, like, which food spots to hit or, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, where, where things are in general. And it's always nice when uh, you have nice people that are that are surrounding you the way that. Uh, you know, these people in Waikiki have, the people in, you know, all of Honolulu and every place we've really been. And even on every tour, every every person has just been so nice. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to miss it. And uh, like I said, I highly, highly, highly suggest you, you make a trip out here if you ever have the opportunity to because uh, you, you will not regret it. You will have the time of your life. But without further ado, let's get into it. I want to start this podcast by congratulating the one and only one of the greatest artists of our generation Mac Miller on officially earning 1 billion streams in the US this year I mean the impacts that this man continues to have on music continues to have on everybody's day-to-day life I mean if if what else what else uh what else is there you know that's the streaming numbers right there that's that's the numbers that's straight facts right there you know that's exactly what this man is still doing even though R.I.P. rest his soul, he is no longer on this planet. So congratulations to Matt Miller and his book. I mean, and his uh, and his family. Uh, I was literally I said and his book because if you did not know, on September 16th there will be a Matt Miller uh, dis- um, book coming out. Uh, I never really heard of the author before, but she seems to be very uh, knowledgeable um, based on all the tweets. Um, what what uh, what's it called with you know his family life and uh, how he really grew up and she seems to be a huge fan and that's what I mean by knowledgeable just on uh, you know things that uh, you know us fans 
have been able to pick up and not necessarily you know the press and uh you know not, it's not it's not somebody it doesn't seem to be somebody that's writing this book for the clout and the fame but uh more so writing this book uh to tell matt's story the proper way and uh to really um you know give his family and all of his fans something uh you know that they can look back on um and really be able to smile about when they, when they're thinking of mac miller and when they um you know are are down or whatever the case may be uh they can they can read the book and they can learn more about him but also uh remember him and uh truly uh you know be able to take something positive away from such a horrible situation that it was so um and also his family and his uh what's it called just just his um his group uh his have really um have really bat this up really supported this book as there was another book that i don't i don't know if it is out yet or if it was just simply up for pre-order but they uh actually came out with a statement saying that uh that's not the right book and the book that um is uh you know being backed up and being supported by the label by um his family is the one that is coming out on september 16th i believe it is um, or that might be Logit's new book. I can't remember, but it is coming out soon. Um, and for, uh, you know, somebody to try to profit off of, uh, the book that, you know, is actually being, is actually being backed up and, um, you know, for somebody to still try to maneuver the situation and try to make a bad, especially in the situation that it already is, is it's pretty fucking disgusting, honestly. So, um, if you want the link, I, I could always send it if you asked, or I, I know if you type in, uh, you know, Mac Miller book, uh, in the doodle, it'll probably be some of the first couple things that pop up. Um, so very excited for that. Very excited to get a, a, a deeper dive into Mac Miller's brain. I'm sure there'll be, um, excerpts from his family, his friends, uh, people he grew up with, uh, loved ones, uh, whatever the case may be. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of stuff in that book um, to get an even better understanding of who this man really was. And um, I think I'll, I'll only respect and love him as an artist that much more because of it. So very excited for that. Um, but and also, like I said, congratulations on uh, the accomplishment with streams. It, it, like I said, it just goes to show the impacts of the music, um, you know, especially when it's after... Um, you know, a death after somebody is no longer with us. So RIP Mad Miller forever. Um, and uh, let's just get into it. I, of course, New Music Friday was definitely interesting this week as there was a ton, a ton of music that was dropping. Um, I mean, in terms of singles, you had a new Drake feature uh, with Smiley over the top. You had Belly featuring The Weeknd and Young Thud with Better Believe. Uh, Isaiah Rashad dropped his last single that's leading up to The House is Burning that's coming out next week, his new album. Logic uh, continues with his fourth week in a row dropping a single on Call Me. Uh, Gunna and Polo G came out with the single Waves. Uh, and this was actually from Culture Jam. If you don't know who Culture Jam is, I don't blame you because I didn't know who Culture Jam was. And then I remembered about a month ago, I had read something that Kawhi Leonard was going to be pulling a LeBron James um, or, you know, 
all these other uh, sports athletes who have been you know, trying to put albums together. Um, and he was going to put a rap album together. I, I, and a lot of people were saying, was he going to rap? And I, I mean, I don't even know if he is going to rap still. But um, Culture Jam is actually uh, the album that uh, he is um, he's putting out as uh, this is the second song from his Culture Jam album. This song uh, with Gunna and Polo G called Waves. Uh, Culture Jam, when I looked them up on Spotify, I didn't know if this was like supposed to be Kawhi uh, Leonard's like label or whatever the case may be. But the description does say, Culture Jam is a movement where artists, athletes, and community connect, create, and reimagine how culture influences the world through a series of creative and imaginative projects. Culture Jam will challenge the norms of how sports and entertainment currently intersect. Boundaries will be broken, definitions revised, standards raised, and culture will be amplified. So, excuse me, it sounds like it's definitely more of a movement, more of a label type of environment. Um, and, I mean, with Kawhi Leonard doing what he's already doing and an athlete that, uh, you know, is working uh, in this uh, other... Uh, you know, sort of uh, entertainment uh, environments, uh, you know, coming from the athletics and going into the music, uh, you know, you know, reimagining the way that this, uh, you know, could uh, be boundaries being broken, uh, definitions being revised for sure, standards being raised. Uh, I thought this was a really cool definition and a really cool um, explanation for what they stand for. If if this is, uh, you know, something that Kawhi Leonard plans on having other artists join and they can put out their own albums as well, I think that would be super cool. Or even if it's the other case around and, and artists or whoever the case may be uh, start, you know, maybe maybe playing sports professionally. You know, we've seen a few rappers such as Shet West, uh, Jade Cole, uh, you know, try their, try their hand in some professional sports overseas. So... You know, is this is that is that also what's going to be happening? But, you know, I think that's a cool I think it's a cool concept for sure. And I think it can definitely be successful. I mean, everybody rapping, rapping, um, what's it called? Basketball and athletics are just so intertwined. And, you know, uh, when you have the money and you have the uh, name brand that Kawhi Leonard already does and some of these other athletes do, um, it doesn't take much to to really uh, brainstorm and come up with that idea, uh, especially when you know the people um, to help you get there. So I'm sure that, uh, of course, all those in, all those go into his favor when it comes to this. But of course, you also have to have the brain knowledge and uh, you know capability of putting something together like that on your own and really being the boss and and controlling it so i think it's still super cool it's not like Kawhi leonard has all these people doing it for him he's it sounds like he's the founder and kind of the guy that's uh started this whole entire culture jam um movement so i think that's really cool um but yeah like i said second single from from culture jam Kawhi leonard's album came out uh little tika had a song Lil nas Etz, and jack harlow dropped industry baby which of course, came with a, a just a crazy music video like Lil Nas X always does, um, but definitely a I mean a great song in my opinion. Jack Harlow absolutely killed his feature. Lil Nas X definitely brought it with the raps. Um, I mean, and then on top of that, we had 
you know, so many projects. We had Childish Major drop a small EP, Thank You God For It All, which was, I mean, it was one of the best pieces of music I've heard all year. Uh, Schoolboy Q absolutely murdered his verse in this <coughs> in this project. Um, and Childish Major definitely was able to show his versatility throughout the project. Um, and I, I really believe if if you've never i know childish major is still somebody that is is growing some an artist that is still uh working his way up through this music industry and through the game uh but definitely did this man a listen man especially with a lot of these other guys i'm about to list off with albums that have dropped give these guys a listen this this was honestly the one of the best weeks of music this this year if not the best i mean there was so much content and there was not a lot that did not hit i mean childish major was really good man really good like i said but then you also you add Lil duke into there you add um ken carson with project et you add young blue with moon boy uh the kid larry with fuck love three um i mean look it, it was it was a great 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 week for music um and the reason why i believe uh like i said it was so hectic was of course Kanye West's Donda leading up to Friday was being teased for a long time and then finally on Thursday uh, Kanye West debuted his live album with a massive live streaming party and listening party uh, which was an event at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium of course this was the Atlanta Falcons play so a bunch of people believed that Yeezy season was upon us we uh, got confirmation that a hoe verse, uh, yes, Jay Z hoe verse was sent in at 4 p.m. for the album. Um, so a lot of anticipation and hype leading into this. And throughout the live stream, man, I know Kanye West showed up an hour and 50 minutes late to his own listening party. But what else is Kanye gonna do, man? That's that's just that man's in a run on his own time. But other features that were heard throughout this live streaming event, throughout this listening party, uh, Travis, Baby Team, supposedly on the same song, Don Tolliver, Pusha T, Playboy Cardi, Little Baby, Little Jerk, uh, Roddy Rich, Pop Smoke. Uh, just just some big I mean just the people that are running the game right now Vori um, you know just people that everybody knows everybody is um, has as a household name you know and uh, you know after the listening party everybody just assumed it would be on streaming services uh, at 9 p.m. Pacific 12 p.m. Eastern uh, the way that you know albums do and it wasn't you know, Donda still hadn't dropped. People started getting nervous. Was Kanye playing us yet again, even though he did a whole listening party? Uh, and then uh, Theophilus London uh, actually came out and uh, put an Instagram post out. Uh, stated that Mike Dean and, and the rest of Kanye and, and his crew hit, hit an all-nighter um, after the... Uh, listening party and that Kanye was definitely inspired by the entire event and still had plenty of verses to finish and a bunch of features that were coming in due to the uh, rollout hype and people wanting to be on the album and contribute in any way possible after hearing uh, some of these demos that were being played at the listening party as you know there were definitely complete songs but I'd say that for the most part there were still lots of songs you could tell uh, weren't completed 
whether that be maybe there could be another artist on this joint um maybe uh there could be some ad libs here and there um and then also just kanye like there there needed to be more kanye there needed to be more substance within some of these tracks so uh it was good to hear that this came out uh of course uh he also added that rick rubin was in there lending his ear uh could be ready by the am like the life of pablo if if you don't know how the life of pablo um rollout happened of course kanye announced it and then he performed on saturday night live uh to basically kind of you know hype it up release it finally have it out and then boom after saturday night live the album was not out the album was nowhere to be found and then finally it dropped at like nine o'clock in the morning um at like the most random time so uh you know everybody believed that that would kind of be the case uh you know kanye is literally the only artist that uh can can really turn his album in one hour before being released to these different streaming platforms uh because he has that type of power so um i mean it's pretty ridiculous i mean when you think of it that you know when streaming platforms and the masses want your album more than you know you could ever even anticipate that's that's just straight power and that's exactly what kanye was able to feel uh especially after uh this album was not released um you know at 9 p.m pacific time on thursday night so uh respectfully justin came out said donda will be released um throughout the day on friday said that the day is not over last minute magic is being added in atlanta um malik uh, Yusuf st uh, said that he was they were still working but was almost done uh, appreciated the patience from everybody uh, he also responded to people and said that the album would be uh, released today as in Friday um, and then respectfully Justin came back out later said that it was getting mixed and mastered and that we should continue to refresh our music platforms because it was coming said that they were still working but it was almost done appreciate the patience um and then when it finally hit 9 p.m pacific time uh that is when respectfully justin comes out and says that kanye west will move the release date of donda to august 6th, 6th which is now in two weeks uh he said thanks for your patience but he kanye wants to give uh, his fans the best possible products without pushing anything or rushing anything he loves y'all with all of his heart god bless so unfortunately uh we are not getting a kanye album this week uh and hopefully we get it in two weeks but who the fuck knows at this point as i mean you know when it comes to how late was kanye with every album i mean college dropout 193 days uh late registration 49 days graduation 345 days uh 808s and heartbreak and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy are the only albums that were either on time or a day early oh wait i mean actually including yay and kid see ghosts uh those were the only four albums in kanye's 12 album discography that were released on time if not a day early um watch the throne 209 days late 80 uh, 89 days for cruel summer uh 531 days late for the life of pablo 28 days late for uh jesus is king so you know fingers crossed that it is not i mean it's already 365 days late as kanye did announce donda would be releasing last year july 20 uh july 23rd so 
uh, we'll see if uh, Kanye actually does drop on audio sits. I hope that this is, you know, not him just completely, uh, completely scrapping the entire project. I thought all the memes of Mike Dean uh, on Twitter were just hilarious, talking about how this man was working his ass off like all night mixing and mastering this shit just for Kanye to completely scrap it I thought that shit was hilarious but we'll see you know you gotta hope that you know it's more of the vision and what Kanye truly believes is the best thing uh you know for um this entire body of work and uh for um you know just uh you know the album and it's not necessarily a uh, you know, he's going crazy and he's kind of just uh, doing what he wants because he can. Um, and he's just ruining the entire album as a whole in general. So we'll see what happens. But uh, Donda now, August sits release date. We'll see what happens. But craziness that has ensued in the past two days because of Kanye. But I mean, he got everybody talking about the album. He got a list. He had a listening party, for God's sake, with 40,000 people in the fucking Mercedes Benz Stadium. Uh, listening to these songs and the, the, these demos, really, and you know, is was this to build that much more hype for the album? Was this to get more people, you know, uh, to come, uh, you know, get featured on it? I, I don't know, but we gotta hope that August sits is really the release date because I'm in need of some new Yay music, and the world is in need of some more Yay music. But uh, you know, other music. Besides Kanye, that uh, has been being teased. A new updates on Juice World's The Party Never Ends. Like I said, this album will be split into three parts uh, with six to eight songs on each of the three EPs. Uh, they're going to be released separately, and part one is supposed to come before September. So that's great news. Uh, there will also be a documentary that will be coming out before February of 2022. So that is that is also really good to hear and the entire three parts will be fully released by december so uh very excited uh for the rest of this uh you know very excited to hear some more juice i know that he had so much music that was locked away um so it's good to see his label and you know just his family give the green light on all those things and really push to uh you know put that out get that out there for for the masses who want to hear it for the masses that uh you know miss and wish juice was still with us to this day um drake also posted uh thursday night that tomorrow's another day in reference to a friday to a potential drop uh kind of clarifying that this would not be the day that he dropped um and then on the next story it says but our time is coming so how fast is this time going to be coming? Could that be NetSuite? Could he drop also on August 6th? Then try to make it a competition with Kanye and see who can sell the most? Who knows? Who knows? But Drake uh, confirming that he was not going to drop this week, but also hinting that it will be dropping soon. Um, so, yeah, plenty of good music on the way, like I said. Unfortunately, Kanye did not drop, which, you know, it, it, what's new at the end of the day? What's really new? Uh, but Drake is on the way. Juice World's on the way. Uh, Kendra Toffley on the way. Isaiah Rashad drops next week. Um, plenty of plenty of big name artists, and like I said, lots of artists this week that maybe don't have the name of a Kanye, maybe don't have the name of a Drake, but great fucking bodies of work. 
please just go listen to i mean go look up new music friday on rap radar new branches whatever the case may be take a screenshot for yourself go to your spotify go to your apple music download or listen to all of that new good that new music because i'm telling you this week i know that it was 1000 percent overshadowed by kanye not dropping donda um by kanye um you know not uh, giving the people what they want, but at the same time, there was still so much good music that dropped this week that I think that if you truly listened, you would be, um, you know, kind of, you know, if you're really that stuck up and really uh, tripping over Kanye not dropping, I think you should definitely do it, but I think that just in reality, you should definitely listen uh, if you're a music head because there was so much good music that dropped this week. And unfortunately, of course, it was overshadowed by Kanye not dropping Donda. <coughs> so highly suggest you doing that. Um, but moving on, Tyler, the creator's flower boy, four year anniversary was actually today. You know, of course, this is also known as Scumfuck Flower Boy. This was the fourth studio album by Tyler, the creator. Um, it was an album that, uh, I mean, everything done by Tyler, solely uh, produced, composed, written, everything may, that may be. Features from Frank, uh, two features from Frank, actually, uh, from Rhett's Orange County. ASAP was on here. Uh, of course, the album revolves around the constant theme of, uh, you know, depression, loneliness, uh, friendship, love, uh, relationships, um materialism for sure uh fame and and how to navigate and deal with uh you know this newfound fame or uh you know the the newfound money whatever the case may be um the singles on this one still to this day slap it, it's on, on top of the entire album still being super good i mean who that boy and 911 mr lonely was probably the best two-pack EP single you could ask for when it comes to an album rollout. You got Who Dat Boy, the the banger, the the song that you know featured Tyler's best friend and ASAP Rocky, and the two of them just having. I could just imagine them having a blast in the studio making this. You know, just going crazy. Both of them, uh, you know, trading verses off, and you know, seeing who could who could spit the best. You know, who could who could bring it the hardest right now. Um, and same with 911 Mr. Lonely, you know, I could, I could imagine uh, how this song was made. How this song was made was probably Tyler just showing Frank the final product or somewhat close to the final product. And then Frank just decided to hop in the studio and record himself, you know, with the classic chirp, chirp. I mean, come on, come on. There's no way that that did not happen. Um, I, I, I mean, like I said two of the best singles uh that you can have leading up to an album rollout um and i mean this this album definitely uh you know definitely uh brought speculation to tyler as a whole um for possibly coming out as as uh you know homosexual um you know that was kind of met um not not with criticism but it definitely was overshadowing the fact that this album is such has such good music on it 
and it, it felt like I remember at the beginning when this album was was first released that was the only thing people wanted to focus on and it was so frustrating like literally who gives a fuck if this man is coming out maybe may, maybe he he has before and we weren't really able to see it in his music and now you know you're you're deciding to read into this like the week that his album is released and that's the only thing that you can talk about you can't talk about how good have you heard 911 Mr. Lonely? Have you heard Who That Boy? Have you heard Boredom? Have you heard these songs that are literally ma- cinematic masterpieces and all you're worried about is, is Tyler Traders gay or not? It, it was honestly, I think, probably the most annoying thing about this rollout. But after that passed, uh, I, I truly believe people realized that uh, we, we were witnessing an artist and Tyler, the creator, who was, who was truly growing. Uh, I mean, Tyler had grown throughout his musical career with each album, but Flower Boy was that release that really got the attention of the masses. And I think that's why um, it was really uh, echoed throughout, um, you know, these, these various platforms. Um, with him coming out, I don't know. Um, what I can't remember what else was really talked about because that was so like overshadowing on the fact that this album was so good but this was that first album that really got that that tyler i believe really had uh other people outside of his core you know odd future diehard fans um really had the rest of the masses like by the throat and really uh you know caught the attention of everybody and made sure that everybody knew when he would drop everybody would listen and i feel like he's only been able to build from this album i mean flower boy is definitely the album that allowed him to, to step on these pedestals and uh take the nets le- these net steps uh towards uh you know bigger and better things when it comes to music and artistic uh music artistically and uh you know this album being nominated for a grammy not winning and then for him to boom come out with something even better in Edor and winning for Edor and then call me if you get lost i mean the best album of 2021 so far still um tyler's best album uh i mean it, it's just amazing to see how far tyler has grown and i i think flower boy uh i mean i know tyler has always been one of the most confident people in himself that you would ever find in life but i think flower boy was really that that album artistically that allowed him to take that next step not even because he didn't have the confidence in himself and he couldn't do it uh even if he didn't put out flower boy but i think the public reception and uh you know the the like i said he had everybody by their throat with this album and everybody knew that tyler dropped everybody knew how good this project was and that was different and that 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 energy i know i i feel like tyler really fucked with it and and he just ran with it and i mean four five four years later four years later you know we're, we're seeing just how much bigger he's been able to expand that and how much more people uh he's been able to uh you know have have along the have uh have picked up along the way and and joined his train when it comes to uh you know uh following him and uh just being on this wave of uh whatever he decides to pop his head into because i mean this man is 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 one of the most talented people in the world hands down so definitely you know very happy to uh very happy to hear um you know that it that it had been four years uh from this from this album rollout because 
it, it, it really just allows, um, you know, somebody like me who's who's been following Tyler for a long time, who's who's always supported his music um, to really take a take a step back for a second and, and really just see the the impact that this man is continuing to have um, on, you know, new people that are coming onto his music and, you know, just how much of a of an artist uh, development he's had throughout his 11 years in the music game now, but especially in the past four. And, you know, that's allowed him to create a record like Call Me If You Get Lost, <coughs> a, a record where, you know, he's he's been he was just so personal. He he opened up about various things that, you know, we really haven't heard Tyler open up about. And, and he was able to truly do this on tracks and, and really be personable uh, because of the success, in my opinion, of Flower Boy and Edor and, and truly giving him that confidence to continue stepping forward and continuing leveling up uh, his music and his artistic ability. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, just like with any craft, you want to master it. And um, in my book, Tyler's mastered, um, you know, the ability to, to do that. And I, I feel like he's continuously outdone himself and it. it you know it, it just leaves you wanting more always and that's my thoughts after truly fully digesting the tyler album is is always wanting more always wanting to see what he, he has next and i mean it, it's just awesome to see always uh the success of tyler and um all those fools from odd future you know frank jasper taco uh you know lionel i, I just just all of them they're all they're all goofy they're just best friends having a good time earl sweatshirts um what's it called uh damo uh i mean they're they're all just they're all doing their own thing now sid and the internet i mean they're all doing their own thing uh you know but at the end of the day i, I love to see when they all come back together i love to see when damo's featured on tyler's album and he brings it and you can just tell how hard he went for that verse because that was his boy you know that's that's not just some feature you're trying to get a bad from or you know just some artist that you're first linking up with it's like nah like we go back back like you know what i mean like we grew up in this game together and you could hear that in in his verses and you could hear that um you know when when these artists are talking about tyler you know i, I loved when call me if you get lost came out and all these artists, uh, you know, these new generation artists uh, came out and said that if if Tyler didn't make it, I wouldn't have made it. Billie Eilish has come out and said that. Kevin Abstract, Broadhampton, uh, you know, some of these big artists of our generation where people absolutely love and adore, you know, coming out and saying so many kind words about Tyler and uh, for him to be, you know, as publicly scrutinized as he has in the past and to, to now be where he is it, it's just it's really inspirational and you know tyler if you're listening to this i hope you know just how inspirational you are uh to me to a lot of people and i i, I mean i just literally i don't even know what you're gonna do next but i know it's gonna be amazing i know it's gonna be out of the bots and um i just i just thank you from a creative standpoint and from a personable standpoint that you've continued to be yourself because i feel like that's the only thing that has put you in this situation that you are in and it's given me and others uh the confidence that you know through being ourselves through 
um, continuing to stay on the path to, uh, you know, a better life or a better version of ourselves, uh, that's where we're going to find true happiness along the way. And that's truly what I've been able to take from you. And um, I know a lot of other people can take various things, but I, I just thank you for that. And I thank you for everything else. So Tyler, Flower Boy, Scum Fud Flower Boy, four-year anniversary. Go bump that shit today. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for today. I, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your Saturday, great rest of your weekends. Um, you know, I'm gonna have a long flight coming very soon, but, uh, it's, it'll, it was definitely worth it on this vacation. And, um, I was able to get lost. Like Tyler said, I was able to go explore the world, a little bit of, uh, the world, um, and really, uh, just get out there and, and see something that I've never seen before. And I done that. I did that quite a bit on this trip and, uh, you know, it's it's out there for you, as well. You know, it's it's out there for anybody who who truly puts their mind to it and truly wants it for themselves. So, uh, without further ado, that's all I got. Thank you all for listening. As always, this has been Gina Spirito, and I'll catch you guys very soon. Thank you so much.